This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hey guys, what's up? It's Jason Dutch with Voice from the Underground, uh, the podcast. Hey, uh, so this is the first half of our live stream from uh, November 12th. If you're looking for the second half of it, it should be one podcast up if you're looking on like Spotify or iTunes or anything. So enjoy this half of the show. Uh, the humidor will be in the second part of the episode. Again, one podcast up. We'll talk about some of the actresses that we have had man crushes on. Um, we'll talk about some politics. We'll talk about what's going on with the election. And we talk a lot in this issue about race uh, and racism. Uh, so definitely an important issue uh, and an important episode and kind of fun. So give it a listen. Hey, listener. This is Venice, and you're listening to Voice from the Underground, proud members of the Tangent Bound Network and the famous original podcast network. Welcome to the Underground. From the Underground. My favorite podcast. Check out TJ. Check out Big Ass. Check out Dust. My favorite podcast. Check one, two. Check one, two. Voice from the Underground. Check one, two. Check one, two. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to Voice from the Underground, the podcast where politics and pop culture collide, go bang, go boom, go bow. It's me, Jason Dutch, and I am here once again on a Thursday night live stream uh, with the man, the myth, the legion, the cigar puffing monster. Uh, he is, uh, oh, he's got his phone apparently on. That is not my phone, buddy. <laughs> That's his iPhone. That's his iPhone. See? You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. That is, that is the underground. So welcome to it. Uh, Big Hussein. Big Hussein. Um, what's happening, Big Hussein, the Dark Knight? What's going on, y'all? How's everybody doing out there? <laughs> what's the business? Batman, you're just like what's, me. You and I are up? the same. Well, I'm nothing like you. <laughs> <laughs> and straight from the halls of Antifa, you know him very well uh, from his role as the DJ in the movie Striptease. Uh, welcome, Mickey Antifa. He was a, he was a DJ in uh, uh, Play that movie, Players Club. That's right. He was Jamie Foxx. <laughs> yes, he is. Give Jamie. it up for Cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, Cinnamon. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Mickey Antifa with the Invisible Cup. Speaking What's... speaking of invisible things, I went to the dispensary the other day. The dispensary. Oh yeah. I don't know. If, I don't know if this is going to capture, but this is a key lime pie, white chocolate crunch bar. It, just went, it went right through. It was it was a dimension to another portal. As yeah. It, let me tell you something. Must be the wrong color. Great stuff, this chocolate bar. Well, one green. One quarter of one square, and you're good to go. 
for habitual. He's a habitual line stepper. Ooh, ooh hot, hot. Ooh, so hot. Um, oh, you know what that is? Is the hold on? There it is. Okay, now we got the volume. That when I let the kids use the tablet, they um, you are fake it. news. Oh, they crank that fucker, dude! I swear I can listen to my kids. I had a job interview the other day, and I'm in the interview in my room with the door shut, yeah. and I can hear the goddamn uh, Among Us music. My son, <laughs> and then yelling, "I want to be the imposter! This is bullshit!" <laughs> <laughs> but uh you guys have you guys caught on to that game yet the impost the uh actually, among us among us have you guys been on have you guys caught on to that or what i don't fuck around with that shit what is that it's it's a game it's it's fun for a lot of people i tried it i didn't like it because i immediately got murdered and they're like oh it's a murder mystery game i'm like so what do i do now it's like well you then you just complete tests to help the rest of them. i'm like y'all just let me get killed i'm not helping anybody right like, fuck no, no one protected me. How do we protect ourselves from the bad guy? You don't. Well, then this game is stupid. I don't want to play this. I, I, I think that there are some changes you can make to Among Us that would make it a really good game. Like, for example, if you had, like, a, one character who was, like, say, like a, a U.S. Marshal, like Wesley Snipes in that one movie, you mm-hmm. know, where if the, if the imposter tries to kill him, then they get immediately arrested or something like that, or he can has or he has the ability only to kill imposters. But I, I have play I play it with my son every day because he's like addicted to it, to Among mm-hmm. Us. And like I so it's it's somewhat enjoyable, but for the most part it is a bit just strange. So uh for the first show we are broadcasting uh to the Twitch account. I don't think we've done this for like a month, so Twitch, to everyone Twitch. Everyone joining us on Twitch, um, thank you. Welcome to the show. Uh, also, a little quick announcement here. Um, I believe we are live on Pandora now uh, for the audio version. So uh, for anyone who's using Pandora, uh, you can now find us on Pandora. So we're pretty much fucking everywhere with no one listening. Um, so that's just awesome. Uh, all right, so... It's been a crazy ass fucking week. Um, have you lost your damn mind? Yes, I have lost my damn mind, Martin Lawrence. Uh, so here's the only thing I want to say. Fuck you to the Republicans. Um, you know, honestly, we just now get into that. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just. I so was, I, would, I say that every morning seven times to keep my teeth clean. I don't. But I, <laughs> I'm messing I don't, don't want to. I don't want to have to say that, right? Like, I was talking. My my wife said to me the other day, and you know, my wife's a Republican, but she's a she's a career woman and she's Hispanic. And she said to me the other day, she said, "You know, I don't like a lot of what Kamala Harris does. I don't. I don't believe in what she stands for." She said, "But." the fact that there's a woman of color vice president is pretty fucking awesome. And I really want to be able to support her. And, and yeah. I was like, okay, you know, I appreciate that. And I, I'm not, I've, you guys know, I'm not by any means like a Kamala Harris, like super fan. Um, right. You got her name. Tattooed I wanna, on your ass. Yeah, you no, I, I would have had Val Deming's name on my ass. But Kamala's, okay. you know, way per- look, I have a black shirt on. So I'm like literally falling out of nowhere here today. Uh, but the, but I, you know, I was, I, I started thinking about what she said and I was like, how many people feel that way? Like zero, nobody, like you can't, you can't even 
pretend to be supportive of anything that has to do with this presidency in those Republican circles and not get incur, your ass handed to their raft. Yeah. And so, it's just, it's really frustrating because I'll listen to these conservative shows and like, I listened to this friar yesterday. I, I have to, I might try to find this later in the show. Like this was the most hateful um, YouTube video that I, like a live stream that I've ever seen. This is from a Catholic friar, friar Frank, some something rather. And like, oh, he's just Frank. like it here, here, here's, here's the thing that irritates me. I went back and I listened, I listened to this podcast called we, the people it's a constitutional podcast and it's very well, educational. You know, like that it. we, the people, man. A lot of times when I, when I see that, when I see we, the people on something, I know it's some racism coming. No, we, the people is certainly not racist. Uh, oh, well, fact, that's good. I'm glad they're, they're an exception yeah. to what I've experienced. I would, I would, I would actually say that, they lean slightly left as far as like their, their guests go. That's not to say that they don't have conservatives on the show because well, um, they certainly do. Because we say conservative doesn't mean racist. You know what I mean? I'm just no, saying. No, of course not. Yeah. But the, um, but the point is it's all constitutional debate, usually with constitutional scholars or attorneys or, or litigants, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and they'll just go over what's going on in the Supreme Court or sometimes the lower courts. They're talking about the election and, and, and litigating the election. Yeah. And this, uh, the show that I listened to was from October 22nd. I listened to it today. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about um, some of the laws that are used for precedent on this. And um, I think it's Purnell is the, is the Supreme Court case that's usually cited as precedent when it comes to um, – to voter law and everything. And like what they're talking about basically, and I, I want to, I'll let you guys, I'm going to probably talk for like two minutes here and then I'm going to shut up and let you guys have the, really everything. But the, um, <clears throat> the, the, the issue is this. They typically, when it comes to Supreme court precedent with, voter with voting issues, anything that expands voting is not going to get shot down by the Supreme court. Um, There are some small exceptions to that, but by and large, if it expands voting rights, it's cool. Um, The GOP obviously is always trying to make less people vote. Right. But what they were talking about was how they were anticipating. Um, Biden being behind on election night and then the mail-in ballots coming in. And a lot of this is because of stupid laws like in Pennsylvania where they didn't even start counting the new mail-in votes till the day after. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I went to bed pissed off. You, all of us, I, you remember that night we all went to bed pissed because we're like, how is he down by 700,000 votes in fucking Pennsylvania? That I, wasn't, make- I wasn't necessarily pissed off. I was just like, okay, we're going to see some things happening when they start counting. Because I knew already that in Pennsylvania they wouldn't even allow the votes to be the envelopes almost be open until election day. So Right. I knew that too, but I didn't think that there was going to be a seven hundred thousand vote discrepancy. Oh you man, know, to, come to on. Be able man. To, make up, gotta, to be able to under, make that up. You're underestimating the power of hate. Well but but see so you've just touched on the two things that I'm that I that I want to talk about. Number one 
And then let us say something. Don't just go and, right in. And actually, Jordan, Jordan D. Wall, we're going to read your comment in a minute. Um, here's, here's, here's the deal. Number mm-hmm. one, let's let this election, let's let the recount go through. Let's let them do everything that they're going to do. Right. Problem number one, when it comes out that there was nothing or almost nothing, which is probably the case. So if I'm like, what? Yeah, a, couple of, a, hundred, a couple of places have already come out and said that. Yeah, But anyway, well, go ahead. I mean, they're going to find what? A thousand bad votes across the country, probably a 50-50 split on who they were for. Right. Um, they're still going to tell you that the election was illegitimate. So why do we even bother? Number okay, one. They're doing exactly what they said we were doing. They're doing exactly what they said the left was doing so, the last four years. So, so, so go so ahead, this, Mike. So this is so this is the the, the crux. All right, this is um, where the rubber meets the road on all this is because you're trying to fight a logical behavior with yeah. logic. Yeah. And you're and and what you're finding out is you do not have the stamina for it. Yes. Yes. You get they're, you get exhausted. You you're gonna, you're, I can tell in your face, you are fucking mentally. It's like arguing with. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you got to remember, I'm listening. Like, uh, this isn't even necessarily conversations I'm having with people. No, it's just that's... listening on the radio. But you're having them internally. Yeah. Right. So you're like, still, I tried to listen still to, expending tried, that mental effort. I, I tried to listen to Hannity the other day. Oh. And I made it maybe 90 seconds, and I just had to turn it off. It was so the, bad. The, the, the silliness just emanates. And it's like they but, – but see, they, they accuse the left of being biased. And yes. trust me when I tell you, CNN – okay, let's just say this. CNN is super fucking biased towards the left from their opinion people, mm-hmm. right? Not, not necessarily their morning and midday news. Um, we all know Fox News is, is especially like Hannity and Tucker and Laura Ingram are, are biased to the right. You know, MSNBC is as far right as as far left as Fox is right. Then you have these crazy ones like OANN. But like, oh, and, so, and the, my, the new favorite that I've seen is people are posting and sharing as evidence links from the Gateway Pundit. Yeah, that's the least. So, again, you that's like. You have geniusly walked into exactly where I was going to go. I'm here for you. What's happening here (laughs) is that, and this is a lot, a lot of this is the media's fault. The media has, and I'm talking about mainstream media, you know, CBS, ABC, NBC, CNN. um, They, they staff pretty much only Democrats, which justifies this move to right wing radio. In a way, but then what you hear on right wing radio from Rush Limbaugh and Glenn Beck. Glenn, Glenn Beck's not as bad as some of the rest of them. I, I and I say that honestly. I've listened to Glenn Beck. What's, what's every homie morning. on the blaze? What's homie on the blaze? He's he's name? Glenn Beck, but he's That's okay. but, but believe me. What's the other guy? Uh, you're probably talking about Michael Medved, maybe? No, or... no, 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 no. The dude that um, fuck. What's his name? The Joe Walsh. Walsh. No, no, I, no, I think uh, I, no. I think you're talking about um, you're talking about Alex Jones. Oh, no. But Alex Jones, even they think Alex Jones is crazy. Some of them. Uh, you're probably talking about uh, Levine, Mark Levine, Mark no, Levine. Is about just, Alex Jones. He's just so funny to me. But but if you go to 
see a lot of people on the right don't even take Alex Jones seriously, but the but like Glenn Beck, if you listen to Glenn Beck, because this is the order that they come in on their shows. If you listen to Glenn Beck and then Limbaugh and then Hannity and then Mark Levine back to back to back to back, and then I think Michael Medved is one, and uh, there's another one who's got a really they, they all have really annoying voices too, except for Glenn Beck. Um, but Glenn Beck, if you listen to all those shows back to back, you will at the end of the day look back and say the only one who sounded somewhat human was mm-hmm. was Glenn Beck. But I, I digress. They yeah, they push the media pushes these people in a way, not all their fault, but partially their fault, to these outlets where they are then hearing in the echo chamber and the justification and the confirmation bias of you're the smart one. You know what's going on. You're right. This is what's happening. No matter what happens, it, nothing that we do is ever going to matter. These people are yelling. There's no way we're ever going to cooperate. They're talking about putting in faithless electors. They're talking about having McConnell block every single piece of legislation. Biden is not going to get a goddamn thing done. And 2008 we, through 2016 all over again, except for the 10 months where they had the House and the Senate. Yeah, well, it was, yeah, it was 24, but the... Um, uh, it was it was 24. It has to be mathematically because they only have elections every two years. But from 2012 to no, 20, because there was some special or, shit that went on. And it was yeah, but it didn't switch. It. You, he had 60 in the in the Senate. It didn't. Switch. I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to send you some information. They, they the, now they had 60 in 2008. The Democrats in the Senate, and then it went down to they had the blue the red wave, and they lost. Uh, I I don't remember if they lost all of it right then, but they lost a damn ton of it and i think it went to like 51 49 in favor of the democrats and then in 2012 they took a lot more but the um and then we finally took it back because paul ryan became speaker of the house in 2010 if memory serves yeah, you know you know he glad he got out of there oh you know he, what heard- that, he glad he lost that election I, I i was listening to obama's um uh What's the name of the thing I'm thinking of? Uh, called, the the White House course. White House correspondent. It's called the Kenyan podcast. That's what. You yes, think. his Kenyan podcast, right? Oh yeah. I was listening to his correspondence dinner the other night. Uh, the the speech for his last one, and he he's talking about how uh, how when the um, the Republicans were voting in the primary that they were torn between voting for Ted Cruz and Donald Trump, and he's like. And he's like, everybody's looking for Paul Ryan's name because he was like the next superstar. And like, he just faded away into nothing on purpose under Trump. So he actually had the good sense to get out of it. But, but, but here's my point. And then I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys take over. Number one, why do we bother sometimes with, with trying to speak to people who believe because they hear just like everybody can say, Oh, well, if you listen to is all, if you listen to is CNN, then you're only going to hear this. But then when you only listen to the gateway pundit or the blaze, or, you know, one of these number, your Rush Limbaugh, especially, you know, right. all these other, all these other outlets, you're going to form an opinion based on that because they advertise as, Hey, thank God you're here because this is the only place you're going to get the truth. And these people believe it. So that's number one. Number two is if you look at the way that, that they are talking about unity right now, Mm-hmm. They're talking about how, you know, we're stealing this election, et cetera, et cetera. And Hillary Clinton, yeah, Hillary Clinton has complained about gerrymandering and 
not really gerrymandering, but like the voter suppression. I don't want to hear from Hillary Clinton. I don't. No, I, I, please go away. Go I away. To hear from her. Never dude. come back. She's she's done. But she keeps hanging around. Fuck all that, man. She's no. being brought up by the same people. So before you can even finish your question, I'm going to give you the answer. And this is why. For well, because my you ma- have all the answers, right? I do. I'm yeah. very smart. Um, Crack a Hell yeah. Um, the girl men- I, don't, I don't have the clip, but I was a really good student at the best schools. I'm like a smart guy. Oh, no, okay. no, no. I learned, more, I learned more from shitty people than I ever did from school. Um, the thing is, for your mental health, it's not worth your time. They're not worth your brain equity to dismantle all of their arguments because their arguments, as you have probably surmised at this point, change from day to day. And most of them are not as even logical. You, as soon as you paint them into the corner on one thing, they, they go to something else. They're going to go. There is no, there is no out, out like foxing them in this fox fight because they're always going to find some new thing that is a conspiracy or they're being robbed or the Zionist or that it's always going to be something. It's always, there's always going to be a pizza gate. There's always going to be a hard drive full of emails. There's always going to be something that they're going to distract to. By inserting yourself into their crazy and then like, I will solve the crazy. That's hubris. That's yeah. hubris. My friend. Let them have it because the, here's the thing. They don't have the votes anyway. This election proved it. So be crazy and think whatever you want. That's fine. You'll never win anything. And, as, and until they get to a point where they have to start dealing with actual people and actual humans and actual facts. Wow, actual facts in 2020, we have to actually fucking talk about things like this. But until they want to actually talk about factual things that have happened, there's no point in even engaging with them because they're just going to move the goalposts as soon as you get them. Oh, my God. All right, here's why I disagree with you. And, that, and I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying that but, – but you're saying don't fight. Um, I'm saying – I'm saying pick your battles. I'm saying double down and fight harder. So the, but, but here's where, why I disagree with the, well, when you're saying pick your battles, that's going to more fall in line with what I was about to say. The, depending on the, the situation of where you get someone, like where you get a chance to talk to them, like if they come to you and say, why do you say this? Right. Like our listener, Eric, um, you know, he was going to vote for Trump. I flipped him to Biden personally. You know, um, because he actually looked at facts and he said, you know what, I'm going to vote for Biden based on some. He started looking at Biden because of what I had said, some things I had said to him. He made his decision on his own. Actually, he made his decision because of uh, because uh, Biden decided not to um, run attack ads while Trump was sick with covid. Um, so, but he wouldn't have even been in that position if it weren't for the fact that I had talked to him. So I'm happy about that. And right. I know at least five or six other people, like I was at court today and a lady had said something about riots. Oh, um, and I was just sitting there and there was this black girl in front of me and I saw her eyes kind of roll because these other two people were like, there was like this two hour wait for court. Of course. Um, of course. And, yeah. And like, there was no judge there, no bailiff and anything. Just the people sitting there, all socially distanced. And this lady was talking about like the riots, and I, I just kind of shook my head. I said, "What you just said is completely untrue." And she said, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Just so you know." And I told her, and she was like, "She was like," and I kind of put things in context to her, um, and I made her a couple of analogies, and very peacefully, and just like you know, I'm, I'm like, and she was like, "Oh, you know, I never thought about it that way. I guess you're, you're kind of right." Now I don't know if that's gonna 
be impactful on her or not. But she, in that particular she, situation, she was she it wasn't a situation where she's not going to start an argument in the middle of a courthouse, right? Right. So in that particular like, situation, what, maybe was that lady white? Uh, I I I would guess that she. It, I'm not sure. She was either white or maybe white Hispanic mix. I, uh-huh. it, it's hard to say. I'm just saying this. If that black lady had turned around and said what you said, it probably would have been a fight. Yep. Right. Well, the black lady just after the, the she wasn't really lit. She was probably like 25, but she she uh, well, she's a lady still. But I mean, she wasn't your idea of an older lady. She was a young gal. Yeah, I'm just saying and this. I, I, she just, just kind of went like, yep, yep. Like, she didn't say anything. Yeah. She didn't say a word. She just, like, no. looked at me and oh, winked. Of course. You know why? It's like, I'm going to suck your dick because in about what? five minutes. Here's the thing. Me and Mikey, we could deliver the same message to the same person that you do and get a totally different response. They will listen to you. Well, depending on who you're talking to, because I'm just saying, I told if you're, you, it, I've if tried you're, to talk to my wife a hundred times about Black Lives Matter. She didn't listen oh, to that, me. That's your wife. But she that's but she too, listened to smoke. That's Our boy smoke. Close. She listened to smoke. Yeah, though. but you're you're too close. You're too close, and y'all got too much history where she don't like you anyway. So she, <laughs> that's true. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you lost the toilet mind. You lost the toilet seat up about thirty six times last week. Yeah, so I, ain't, I ain't listening that's, to. She, that's like my ex wife wouldn't listen to me about fitness stuff, but then somebody else told her the same thing. Boom, she's doing it. I'm like, that, I told you that shit two years ago. There was literally a time where um, early in the Ben podcast, we had um, a particular trollish individual and uh-huh. we we took him to the side. We're in our own separate kind of um, like a private private hangout room or whatever. And I'm talking about two hours. We're saying yeah. this, 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 A, B, C, D. Charthon hops in there, has no knowledge of what has hap- transpired before he got there. Ends up saying A, B, C, D. Goes like, oh, wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. The Norwegian says it. And all of uh-huh. a sudden it's gospel. Oh, yeah. That's well, shouldn't saying shouldn't we have hours. more? Shouldn't we have more people from Norway? He'll be yeah, here. Not from those shithole countries like Haiti, but yeah. Norway and Sweden and Iceland. Oh, look at my African-American over all here. The, all the people who won't give me loans. <laughs> Please come yeah. here. Right. But, but no, but, I'm just saying this. It depends on the audience, I think. Well, sometimes, but a lot of times that is why there is a need for white allies in this fight, because there are people that will not, will not listen to what you have to say, no matter how valid it is because of the melanin. Which is why why I say pick your battles, because I have all the information readily available in my brain to deconvert a Trumper from be their Trumpisms, right? I could, I could totally talk them out of it. I could totally make them see through right. method, methodical steps how that is bad for you. That is bad for you. That is bad for you. This side of things is better for you, and they will still not give a damn. Yeah, it, it would almost have especially to be an anonymous chat. In a gr- especially if they're in a group. Oh, yeah. If like, so, if they, so, especially oh. if you're coming into somebody, if somebody says something on their page, and it's a ton of like-minded people and you're you're giving them facts in the thread in the comments they as long as their conservative buddies and trump loving buddies are la you know doing the whole when like when when they don't have any evidence or any type of salient rebuttal they always revert to the laughing emoji 
Or the, oh, that, that, that's the, yeah, that's the best one. I always yeah. know that I have won an argument. Yeah, when I get when the laugh, don't reply. Them, when they don't yeah. reply, but they give you the laughing emoji, I'm like, I'm like, oh, so you're, you're basically saying you don't have anything salient to say in response, but you're going to put the laughing emoji there like that, like that's your trump card. Like I've told you your, guys that's your ace times. of spades. <laughs> that, that's the ace of spades. I've told you guys a hundred times and I've said, and I've said this in many places. They, they play the 4D game. Mm-hmm. It starts with, it starts with denial, denial, deflection. Deni- and then they go to dis- uh, discredit. So they deny the they deny the fact. Then you prove the fact yeah. with the source. Yeah. They discredit the source. Yes. Oh, that that's a that's a right. Like this one lady had the nerve to tell me, "Well, duh. Of course, that's what factcheck.com is going to say." I'm right. like, what? It, because like, because everything- they've been proven to be a left wing tool for the. Oh, your boy Corey does does that all the time. Your boy Corey Laracy, like hit, oh, I don't, I'll, I don't, I don't, I don't, I deleted him a long time ago. Well, I, I still have him <laughs> on my page. I don't. I've only deleted one person ever, and that was that Dell guy. Um, he's the I only person him. I've ever blocked on Facebook. Some people I have to let go because their racism is going to get me hurt. Oh, can I share with you some news? What? Shamasha. Yes. Left parlor because it was not extreme enough for him. Are you serious? I don't know if that's the reason, but he but he was on Parlor for like a month. He yeah. made this big deal about leaving Facebook. Yeah, he went to, he went to Parlor. I followed him on there because I yeah. went to Parlor too because I want to see what was what it was all about. Are you able Dang. to delete it when you're ready to delete it, to delete it? No, I'm not deleting Parlor. Are you fucking oh. kidding me? It's too much fun. So Parlor is a fucking. I, just know, I don't have the time to get out there and troll. And I heard you can't delete it. So. What you? But I don't know if you can delete stuff or not. But I have no. What, why they don't practice? No, no, delete no, the app. They, I'm they, talking they about delete the anything. app. Oh yeah, you can delete the app. But the um. But he left parlor. But the but anyway, you do the. So it starts with deny. That's not true. Th- then you post them yes, something. They go, oh, that's from the New York Times, or that's from CNN. Yeah, that's, that's from, from the Washington Post. Fuck real this. clear politics, even you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's so then they they discredit the source. So that's it goes deny discredit. Yeah. Then deflect. What about yes. Hillary? What about, what about Obama? This? What about Clinton? Yeah. Et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. And then fat, finally, this is where the smiley, the laughing face comes in. It goes to defame. Mm-hmm. Defame, make fun of, call yeah. you, call name you name. calling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the yeah. laughing emoji. I'm just like, I know I won now because you I always reply to, to it. No, I always reply to the laughing emoji with the same thing now, the white flag. Mm hmm. Because that's precisely what they, they what they've that, done. That they've laughing emoji means that that means you have fucking shit in response because you know that I'm right, but you can't admit it because of cognitive, cognitive dissonance. Well, that or you'll get this, uh, blocked. And no, or I'll no. get blocked, or you're just a liberal cook. It's the gifts for me. As soon as someone starts posting gifts, I'm like, oh, okay. So you can think of nothing to say. So you have to fucking find um. Uh, Shia LaBeouf fucking screaming into a microphone. That's what that you need to. That's that's what proves your point when we're talking about yeah. economics. When they oh, okay. when they post yeah. when they post that that meme of the the liberal girl with the knit hat on going yeah 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 you know, yeah yeah you know yeah. that one and, and they do it because she's not attractive and they figure you know what all all liberals are you know like he she's like Pat from Saturday Night Live or something like that because that's the way that they. They Instead of blonde separate wives like they have on Fox. No, so, but can I can I just say real quick though, Haley McMenemy or McEnemy or whatever her name is, she McEnany. is she is 
It's stunning. That's because you are such a Oof. fucking tool sometimes. How do you because keep falling? Why am I a tool? Keep, because she's how do you keep she's falling for the, the same okie doke, man? She's what is not, the okie? That doesn't make anything that comes dang, out of her mouth relevant, but she they, is she is good looking. Keep, they just keep dangling that out in front of you. Oh, I don't even know what so, you're talking about. So, Heather what? Uh, no, Haley McEnemy or McMenemy or whatever. She's the, she's the White House um, press secretary. She took Haley? over for... Yeah. Haley. Haley yeah. McEnemy. Mc, or something like that? McEnany. I don't know how to spell it. She's yeah, all she, right. She's she not is. all right. She's very she's good looking. All right. But that doesn't legitimize, like, that doesn't legitimize her opinions. Oh, she's she needs a Snickers in a Euro. <laughs> she needs some she needs some uh what's that green I'm sorry. she need a green river I'm you, she need she need uh well, some, let me uh, guess angela bassett's hotter than she is how are you kidding me you're out, you're out of your, you're 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 the crack 100%. that you're smoking is the best what crack ever you must be crazy dude you? i'm looking at a see, picture this of this is what girl. i'm saying see dutch they she's pretty your brain she's man. pretty but i just how is I, how is my brain corrupted by thinking someone's pretty they got well, you thinking you she's. Got you you that's, already thinking she's better than Angela Bassett. That's, that's proof of the conditioning, right there, dude. That's they done got you, bro. Okay, Megan, Megan, Megan Good's better than Angela Bassett too. Are you going to yell at me about that one? That, that that's a debate. We could, you could we could talk that. about. That. Okay, but why why is one a debate and not the other one's not? Because yeah, it's, it's not, not even, even close, close, bro. It's not even close with, with Kaylee. You're, not even close. You, I'm telling you guys, you need to get off the edibles. Okay. I, I'm Hot, always, I don't know. I don't fuck. Good with looking is good looking, me. regardless of what the, what their no, social no. outlook is. There's levels to this, son. There's levels. There's levels to this. So you, so you, so we're if we're going off physicals only. Yes. Yes. Who better? Who better than Erica Badu? I'll wait. I haven't seen Erica Badu <laughs> in 20 years, so I don't know. <laughs> Erica Badu, Erica Badu is uh, very surprising. Great. I, was, I I wouldn't put her above Angela Bassett. What's that? What's that uh, acronym they used to use for the lips? I can't remember what it was, but she had yes, yeah, DSLs. That's what it, she had. Definitely, Erica. Ba- but I mean, Erica Badu. I haven't seen yes, Erica Badu. Here at Voice from the Underground can be very crude and misogynistic as well. We we uh, definitely can. We definitely can. Mikey Pamman yeah. <laughs> has not said any of this. Uh, please send all of your emails straight to Jason Dutch at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know I'm thing. totally off script right now. Here's the thing, Dutch. Kaylee McEnany, she is not ugly, but in the pantheon of, if you look at all the physical attributes, as far as body's concerned, she's going to get like a four. Out of what scale? A ten. Not five. What you thought? <laughs> well, you never know. You use a five point scale for this. No, no, scenario. no. I'm talking. We talking when we talking about physicals. She's got a she's got a seven or eight face, but but the body. And on my scale, but see, that's you, Dutch. That's you. I can't say that I've ever seen, and and like I, I, I don't find, I don't find that I discriminate um, too much to like the because okay, so here's an example. I yeah. find Tiffany Trump to be repulsive. Tiffany isn't Trump, that a, isn't I, that I a child? And she's like, she's Eight? a blonde. She's How old is she? she? Tiffany Trump? No, she's like twenty four. She's older. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. But she she's she looks like a human blow up doll. Like literally, look at Google a picture yeah, of she looks, Trump. I'm looking at her right now. She looks Tell me fake. she doesn't look like a blow up doll. Yeah, Why are and, we and, talking about how women look? But yeah. I'm well oh well. But the I mean the Yeah, she looks totally like um 
plasticky. Like yes, yeah, she looks like yeah. She She's looks too, and, and she probably would be. By the way, Matt Gates, Pitts, uh, the congressman from was he Florida or California? I forget. He he retweeted a picture of her with that uh, emoji with the the heart eyes. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I'm like. Great job objectifying a woman on uh, as a congressman. I can do it because I'm a low level yeah. podcaster. Right, you're right, in right. Congress and you're doing this, but like it's so. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about a, the, a woman is beautiful. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying that she's a. I'm not saying she's a slut bag or that she needs no, a dick in her here, mouth. Here's, here's the I thing. I think she's. A per, I think she's a pretty girl. Men, Trump, I don't find him attractive. Men get skewered for this. But women we do. do it all the time. They women do, do it. it. Why do you think they? The why do you think they watch Aquaman? Yeah, they don't. They don't watch it for the acting because that movie was terrible. No, well, I don't agree with that. But they, but they watch. They watch three hundred, and they yeah. watch yeah. Um, Thor and Captain America for a reason. Yeah. So, so we're kind of falling into a trap where we think women like what we think women like. Like women don't no, actually no. like. Like my girls, like I, I, I've been trying to figure out who's on my girls list because you know everybody's got like their their hall pass list, right? And I'm like, what about this person? What oh, about no. that person? Yeah. Number one on her list was Donald Glover. And here's the thing. And I was like, Mikey. She's like, yeah. Thing, everybody's got their own taste. Yeah, that's but here's, here's what's that, funny to me is like the, the I, funny nerdy dude was way the funny nerdy uh, black dude was way higher on the list because I thought Jason Momoa. Uh-uh. Um, Hey, if you uh, ate about if you ate about two hundred Snicker bars, you'd look just like Donald uh, Donald Glover. Ah. I can't grow a beard like him, though. Here's the thing, dude. I've always marveled at the people that women think are attractive because I I look at I, I you know you listen to women talk and and you know there's those guys that they throw out that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you get down to brass tacks and stuff, you're like, really? You like that guy, or you'll you like Kylo Ren? Ren? You like Kylo Ren? Right, right, right. Like women, women love Adam Driver. I'm just like, what the fuck? But then <laughs> I know when I'm walking through the mall with my wife, I know that people are like, the fuck is she doing with him? Yeah, you well, know? me too. Absolutely. Like, why is she with that guy? Look at him. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? I and I'm like, I'm funny. Out. And I smell good, and I got a good heart. I think the smell well, good, two out of two out of three ain't bad. The smell good factor is is Both definitely underrated. Is oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you got you got if you got some nice smell goods, yeah. you can you can punch. If you want to distract, if you want to distract from this, mm-hmm. put some smell good on. Man, get that smell good right. Get and that you, smell you, good right, and they'll be like, oh, date. you, you get that second date. Good. Yep. And she can't figure they'll out why. See you, they'll see you walk up and they'll be like, oh, my God, this is a one date. I'm just going to eat. And then you give them the, the little perfunctory traditional hug. And you get a little bit of you get a little bit oh, of that on there. And they like, oh, wait a minute. I got to at least listen what this dude got to say. You got to play with their well, you know what they brain. Say, the psychologist will tell you. How we got onto this, I have no idea. But the psychologist will tell you that people are attracted to people who might have some hint of bone structure that they share themselves. Some people will say it's that their mom or dad has it. Well, I got uh, some bone structure. But, the, but the, <laughs> well, but maybe, maybe you find Angela Bassett to be so much, but don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Angela Bassett is ugly. I didn't, I never said that she's an ugly woman. I didn't say Michelle Obama. 
I didn't say yeah, Michelle. You, you, well, because you, you're putting you keep bringing her up as everybody's prettier than because, her. And I'm about sick of that. <laughs> well, put some respect because I don't under, because I don't understand it. We're talking about Angela Bassett, 2020, not Angela Bassett from Angela Stelzer Bassett Roof, looks, Roof back. Dude, Angela Bassett, 2020 is fucking hot. Okay, but that may she she's a beautiful woman. Yes, but she's 100%. not in. The, but I've never said she's not. I think Michelle Obama is a beautiful woman. 100%. I've never Ooh. I've never said she's not. But you're putting her up there with like Selma Hayek, and you're fucking high. Selma Hayek and Angela Bassett are compatible. They in the same see, league. I think you're totally fucking high to say that. That's mm. like that's absurd to me. I don't think so. If you I if you're gonna look so. at the like the most beautiful women out there, that let's say over forty, right? Mm-hmm. Charlize Theron, Holly Berry, Charlize Jennifer Theron. Aniston, um, Holly, you know Jennifer Aniston, Holly Berry, uh, fucking uh, Angela Bassett, oh, Alma got, Hayek. I didn't say she's ugly, Tony. You dick. I said. <laughs> I just said. I said like there's a difference between being an attractive, pretty woman and being like a top tenner. Angela Bassett is a top tenner. All I'm dude. saying. But She's a top tenner. Maybe you Nia share Long. some bone structure with her. Nia I Long. love to share some. Nia bone Long in a purple thong with the lights on. Nia Long, fine. Remember that? Remember that song? Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell, fine. I don't. She got the underbite kind of gets to me sometimes because it looks a little beavis and buttheadish. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, don't you? That's why you laughing. How, how are we? How are we a show? <laughs> I don't, I don't even understand. Don't do my girl Tisha like I that. Stand, I you stand. You know what by, I'm talking about, dude. You I know, stand by you the know fact. What I'm talking about, man. I stand by the fact that Haley McEnemy is 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 a good look. Oh, what do you think about Vivica Fox? Okay, she let me say real quick. Pre, pre over operations, Vivica yes. Fox was beautiful. She Independence had too, Day. She had too much stuff done. Independence Day booty call. Yeah. Oh, she was bad in booty call. I mean, just I. There was a time when I put her. Like in my top two hottest women ever, mm-hmm. but it, like she time, was, she was time has it not been good movie, to her in the movie How to Be a Player. Was, no, uh, was, was no, that wasn't no, her. No, two could that play the game. Lee. Two could play the game with her oh, and Morris yeah. Chestnut. Yeah, she I remember was that. So beautiful in that movie. I ain't yeah, never seen let my girl. I ain't never let my girl see Morris Chestnut. That'd be a wrap for me. Mm. Morris Chestnut, by the way, was in one of the better series that I've ever watched. That didn't get a lot of play. Matt, did you guys watch the reboot of V from like '07? I wow. saw a couple of episodes, but you know I'm an originalist, man. It, that reboot was not was not it. Oh, look how, at Tony. How, hey, Tony what? from Tony from Jack and Nerd here. He's talking about Vivica Fox. She was so bad in Booty Call. Has what's yeah. what's the homeboy name who in all he in all the black movies he's always the bad guy. You talking like he, about uh the dark skin dude or light skin dude? It's always got to be a dark skin dude. No, yeah. no, no. No, no, no. He 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 always like the crazy ex-husband or something like that. He always that dude. I can't think of his name. Well, just pull up the IMDb on any um Are you talking about the um, the, the, the is, movie. Is he on that new show now? Just give me some names and I'll tell you. He's on that new show with um, (laughs) Kim Cattrall. (laughs) You You read read that comment, Big Hussein. Oh, okay. I feel like Big Haas is wearing a Halloween firefighter hat. (laughs) I did go as a fireman once for Halloween. He burnt it down. I sure did with my (laughs) hose. No, that's not a good analogy, burning it down with your hose. That's not good. 
<laughs> that's, but, not, that's bad. So somehow we've started talking about hot women on the show. Um, okay, yes. so actually, wait a actually, minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, yeah. Charlize Theron, yeah. she's another neck upper. Okay, she's another so neck upper. Let's do this. Forty plus. Who's yeah. your top five? I just want to know. Okay, we're talking about looks only. We're not talking yeah. about their social. Is Serena views. Williams forty yet? Does Angelina Jolie share the same social views with her dad? No. No. Did you hear that shit her dad? They, they don't talk. No, John, John Voigt, no. She Did you not. hear that shit her dad said today? I, no. I, I don't pay attention to that, man. Nope. Oh, he he just basically was talking about how it, it was crazy shit. But anyway, uh, go ahead. Your top five. A top five. Oh, Angela Bassett, Salma Hayek. Number one? No, no, no. In no particular order. Okay. Angela Bassett, Salma Hayek. Jennifer Aniston. Uh Pam Greer. Mm. Uh, over forty. Over forty. Um What is Pam Greer? Like seventy? Yeah, she's older. She's up there. She's beautiful though. What do you think of Christy Brinkley? Oh, uh, uh, who? No, it's another one that's another former model that's freaking beautiful. Oh, the girl from uh, Weird Science, right? Kelly LeBrock? No, 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 no. Um, fuck. I got to pull up a. I'm going to pull up a picture of oh, Christy Brinkley you know, today. Um, let me find out if this if this young lady is over forty. Then I'm thinking about her. Uh I will not. I will not be participating in this. No, we know Why? you won't. Why? Why? Let me see. I have str- I have strong feminist views, so I won't participate. Okay, you can tell us who your favorite. Oh, Gabrielle Union. Is. I'm sorry, Gabrielle Union. She's over forty. Boom. So hold on. Oh, I shared the wrong screen. So Gabrielle Union, Salma Hayek, Angela Bassett, Jennifer Aniston, and Pam Greer. Okay. Well, I only I only disagree with two of those. So I I can't put look Christy Brinkley, how are you 65 years old? That's just crazy. There's got I mean has I are the genes like is it the genes or is it work? I don't know. Christy Brinkley, she's probably you know what they do is they do that light work. But still looks natural. But she hers looks like Melania. You can tell Melania's had work done. And Melania's like her face is just way too jagged. Right. You know, it looks like Superman's yeah. face. But Christy Brinkley is a beautiful woman. Yeah. So I over forty for me, it would probably be Holly Berry. Uh huh. Is Beyonce forty? No. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Can we confirm that? I'm on. I think she, Beyonce. Um, so Jennifer Aniston was- is absolutely up there. Um, she's thirty nine. Uh, my bad. Okay, so okay, she doesn't so qualify. She, she, yet. she doesn't make the cut. We'll talk we'll, we'll, uh, next year's show. She'll make the cut. Yeah, um, she'll she'll bump uh, Pam Greer for me. So Salma Hayek, Jennifer yeah. Aniston, Catherine Zeta Jones. Oh shit! Forgot about her, but she ain't got no booty neither. So oh, <laughs> it, it, it ain't all about that. <laughs> um, for you, um, <laughs> my I have one that that you guys probably won't have. Jennifer Love Hewitt. I forgot about her. 
Jennifer Love Hewitt, Hewitt is 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 and, she's beautiful. And then and the, she got the, a little curvature on her. So the lady from uh, the Hispanic woman from Modern Family, I forgot her name. Sophia. Oh, um, Sophia Vergara. Is Vergara, she over forty? Right. She's oh over God, 40. she's like fifty. Yeah, so those would be. I might um, have to bump. I might have to bump Pam. Green and Charlize Theron barely, 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 barely misses. She's but, a neck upper to me. But she's you know, she, her face though her her face. I would I would definitely date her for a while. I'll tell you what, man. They hair. did a that one movie to, that she I did. Monster. To, did you see that, that? Was crazy. Yeah. How was that? Her. They. That's makeup. That makeup artist, man. They did. Some, uh, they did some work. Haas, your thoughts. Oh uh, yeah, Tyra Banks too, and Takara Jones too. I don't even know who Takara Jones is. Oh, oh, same. Oh, well, because it's because it must be a black woman. So I don't know because I don't know who. Let, let me explain something to you. What you, what you defend? I don't know. I don't know any. Why are you getting so defensive? I don't know any right. fucking <laughs> actors unless you're like top A level. I don't know who the fuck they are. Oh, Takara Jones is just a phenomenal plus size model. I, 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 I Takara yeah. Jones, man. Oh. You need to Google up some pictures of her because you'd be like, right, oh, okay. I'll look, I'll look at it. Is it T-O? T-O-C-C-A-R-A. Tokara Jones. You know, who I used, you know who I used to be a big fan of, but she turned into a crackhead was um, Whitney Houston. The girl, from, the girl from In the House. You talking about Raven Simone? No, 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 no. The girl from In the House with LL Cool J. The show, yeah. I forgot all about the fact that LL had that little yeah. thing down going. It, 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 it okay. Okay. And Mr. Cooper had this show on the same same block. Takara Jones is per- she, I don't. She's plus size. She doesn't look that plus size. Yeah, she's a beautiful girl. Mm-hmm. You know who else I really thought I, I had a crush on for a long time? Just so goddamn gorgeous. Who was Hoops from Flavor of Love? Hoops was yeah, yeah. But you know. She's been with Shaq, so I ain't messing with that. Yeah, that's right. That's who she's with. That's right. Yeah, she's. You can't. I, 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 I could probably climb in there my whole body. She wouldn't Ooh, know. Man. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, Jordan D. Wall, good one. I don't know who that. Oh, uh, and you know the girl that's from that Austin played, Powers. The girl that played Topanga too. From. Uh, Do you know that? Have you seen now? See, there, Topanga is one of the ones that gives me hope. Her boyfriend looks like a total dope. Yeah. And I'm like, I know I'm ahead of this guy on the the the, the hierarchy of men, so it's I, I it gives you hope yeah, if Topanga yeah. can can uh, be with that guy. So whatever. But uh, yeah, Elizabeth Hurley. Now I haven't seen Elizabeth Hurley lately. Elizabeth Hurley is see, nice. I'm one of those guys who I think it's totally okay for women to go, to think a man is hot. And, and yes. men to think a woman is hot. As long as you're not disrespectful, like, you know. Oh, no, and, yeah, if I, I, and if I think someone's ugly, but you can call me ugly. Go right oh, a fucking head. Yeah. I guarantee I am. Ugly, so I wish I had a nickel for every time I've been called ugly. I would I'll be on call this fucking myself. podcast with y'all guys. I'll tell you oh, that. Yeah. All right, I'd be so, chilling somewhere on somebody on my own island. Let's let's uh, let, let, let's flip. I, you know, I had I had another thought on what I was talking about before. And I don't even remember what the fuck it was anymore. So, um, what do you guys got? I'll pro- uh, h- h- Mikey, you got some shit. Bring some shit up. I do. I got some shits. Some shit. Um, but Dutch, for your mental health, I recommend as your um, therapist, take a week off. 
they're not going to come up with anything new. You don't have to have an answer for all of their crazy. It's fine. Let them be crazy. Hey, no while you're them anyway, yeah, while, I got I got to tell while, my while, that while, every day. While you're doing that, and while Jordan Wall's watching, I'll, let's real quick. I want to read his comment if you guys don't mind. Uh, oh, why don't you, I, why don't you I do see, the other comment that we forgot? This is that that was his. So oh, okay. yeah, so uh, Jordan D. Wall, thank you for writing in. You wrote in two weeks ago. The D is for and, danger. Um, then and Mikey forgot to read it the week I was gone, and then I forgot to read it last week when I was back. Uh, so Jordan Wall, um, he says I got to turned onto your podcast from Jock and Nerd. Jock and Nerd. Uh, Thanks, Tony. So Tony's listening, whacking off right now. Um, uh, and enjoying it so far. I wanted to chime in on the Joe Rogan discussion. Not a religious listener of his, but all anyone has to do is tune into an episode or two to realize the one guest was a bit off base in his accusations. Well, he's not a guest. He's right here, Mickey Antifa. Uh, posting a couple clips below of Rogan challenging a certain Ben Shapiro's beliefs. Um, also listen to the Abigail Schreier interview that has Spotify employees up in our arms, and he questions a lot of what she spouts. Feels like we live in a world where if you're not taking an aggressive stance with impenetrable walls up on each and every topic, you're deemed the enemy. Firmly believe the quickest way to progress is to take our time to hear each and each other respond, leaving rooms for our minds to actually be changed. Seems you guys do that on your podcast, so a roundabout way, keep up the good Work. So first of all, thank you for the thank um, you, comment. Um, Mr. Mikey, defend, Mikey, defend yourself, motherfucker. Um, there's nothing. There's nothing to defend. I I still think that um, Joe Rogan is a fucking piece of garbage. I think Spotify was stupid for giving him a hundred million dollars, and he's embarrassing them. And I'm glad he's embarrassing them because he's garbage. And uh, yeah. Now Tony's going to get angry hey, too because Tony loves. I know, uh, I know a lot of people like him, but that's because he doesn't say things that affect everybody the same way, and that's fine. So it's people can still like Joe Rogan. I'm not saying nobody like. If y'all want to listen to him, go ahead. But again, I, if you're going to platform Alex Jones, and you're going to platform Ben Shapiro, and then you hand them softballs, and then you push back three times in the entire interview, that's not enough for me. Especially so you when you're should, talking for like four hours, they they talk. You so should have long. been. It should have been a grill session with the grill masters from Casey Masterpiece on deck, but it wasn't. And if you're not going to do that when you have these people on your on your platform, then you are irresponsible with your platform. He has a track record of being irresponsible with this platform. But, but, but that's his thing. He's just, I'm just an idiot, man. And just, like, just real really quick. Know? Is he being irresponsible with his platform? If his platform isn't the same as your platform, maybe that his platform, he doesn't have the same views as you. So to his platform, he'd be honest, right? I, so your question is, is has a couple of non sequiturs in it. His platform is his platform. It has nothing to do with my platform. His platform is his um, ability to reach people that aren't inside the room with him, right? Like that's what his platform is, his his reach. And he is irresponsible with his reach because he doesn't push back. What are you doing? Get your hands off my producer buttons. Get your head out of my pocket. Get out of there. <laughs> Looks better this way. Um, if he doesn't control, want to control freak over here. Says Dutch. Get out of here. Um, if he doesn't want to be responsible with his platform and push back and challenge people, that's fine. But when bad people get on his show and he has the same level of uh, negligence and irresponsibility, it can be dangerous. 
it can be harmful. It could be hurtful for a lot of people. And that's, that's, that's the thing with where I have trouble letting ignorance go on social media and not challenging it. It's because if, if, if the echo chamber remains unpunctured, then those in that chamber believe that everybody believes that, you know what I mean? So it's like, I just we all know we all know it's I true. Have the election to come in was there rigged. and just say this shit ain't true. Here's why it's not true. I know you're not going to believe it, but you can't plead ignorance. Like there's a there's a young lady I was trying to get on the show tonight, and she is the biggest. The election is a fraud. I'm there's big things coming that's going to come out, and that's why he's been not making any public statements and da 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 and all this other shit big old thing and i and i'm just like and i give her the give her the facts and i know she's not going to believe it but guess what in a few a few days or a few weeks when they're like okay the election is certified blah 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 she can't plead ignorance she can't say i didn't know because i told her six weeks ago you know what i'm saying and it's like when i come back to you and i say now lady (laughs) what, what where that energy at you know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear no shit. I've been telling I was I was telling you for the better part of two months that this is what it was gonna be. And you calling me a sheep and you're calling me this and debu- trying to trying to deny all of my sources. But guess what? Oh, hold on, let me stop. Woo. Hey, it's a car. How you doing? How and you it, mama it, doing? And it's not awkward, Jordan. It's all it's all good. I like being I like a, I like a little pushback. That's all good. That's right. That's right. That's what we're about. We want to hear. You know, we want it. We want. We don't want to be an echo chamber. But at, at least, well, here's my thing. So if I'm trying to be a moral agent in this current American society, and I have the platform that Joe Rogan has, right? I could never fathom being so careless with it. But you know, I, something, I could never fathom being but that. Maybe character. one of the reasons why he's able to get the guests that he gets sometimes is because they know that he's just that they, that he's going to let them say whatever they say and not push them back. But when and I think that I, mean? I think that you can make like, is there isn't there something to be said for letting someone out themselves and then making your own assertion as to what it is that they say? Yeah, but you have to weigh that against the fact that you just platform them and spread their ideas to this many people. Every, not everyone will will think that this is a raving lunatic. Some people might yeah. fall for it, and they just learn about this crazy shit from your show. Yeah, and so you have so you have to weigh that. It, are they worth platforming? Is is this idea too dangerous to put out there to to spread this? Uh, there's a comment from Tony that you can probably yeah. one of you can take that. Um, Tony says, hi, Tony. Um, I don't think Rogan views his platform the way Mikey does. I know he doesn't because he doesn't act like it because, because at the same time you can have, um, Ben Shapiro on the next week, you'll have Andrew Yang on. Right. And the, and, and they're, and they're the same kind of event. Ben Shapiro had Andrew Yang on his show. Right. So because was, Andrew was Yang Andrew, is going out after everybody, but, he, but, he, is, he Andrew Yang, but is Andrew, is Andrew Yang wrong for going on the Ben Shapiro show? I don't think so. I didn't. I didn't like him going on there. For like, I get that he was trying to uh, push the um, universal basic income. He's trying to expose it to more people. Blah, 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 but what are you doing on a Ben Shapiro for? 
Like you're not going to get, I know everyone has this like grandiose idea that you can just, as long as we have a conversation, someone's mind might get changed. That is not always the case. And I, I hate to be pessimistic about it, but there's no point in me making a parlor account and trying to convince people that um, Trump is XXX. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no point in me doing that. It's not going to happen. Oh, I don't just, go on parlor for that reason. Just so you know, I go on there and pretend I'm one of them just to hear all of the, just to see the real crazy. Because you get to see the real crazy when you pretend that you're one of them. That's when the walls come all the way down and they get outed. But that's what I do on parlor. The walls come crumbling, crumbling down. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't agree with you, but again, I don't have to agree with everything that you say. But the I think that it's perfectly fine to talk to someone that you don't agree with because I think the, that's for two reasons. One is because I think the vast majority of people, there are some Alex Joneses out there who you can't say this is true of, but the vast majority of people want no, no, the no. same things. Use, use him. So would you have Alex Jones on the show? Oh, I would love to have Alex Jones on the show because Alex Jones wouldn't let, would, would look like a moron. That's why I wanted to have that, that Bishop Gators on here because Bishop Gators calls himself a decapitator of the left and he tries to go in places where he can make people look stupid. But when he comes here and he can't make me look stupid and can't make you two look stupid, mm-hmm. then the joke's going to be on him and he's now deplatformed immediately. Right. So, but, then, but then if his audience sees him bullied by the three of us, now he is a martyr and that just makes you're trying to fight illogical actions with logic. It's well, not going to work. So why is he a martyr if he loses a, a debate? Because we, it'll, it'll be he didn't get enough talking time, or oh, they'll make a they'll make a. Yeah. T- they're gonna move the goal. Then those are the people that, that I don't care about. I don't care about those people. But there's, well, there's so many of them. Nice. There's so many of them like that. Do you think he has anybody listening to him that isn't that? No, okay, but I I'll, think the people might know. You're, you're right. People who listen to his podcast, Larry Gator's podcast, is not going to tune into his podcast because they they're they're trying to, um, you know, because they don't already believe that. They're but not if, open if they, coming in, yeah. right? But if they but if he's here and then they tune in here and hear mm-hmm. that and hear him get decapitated, they decapitate or get decapitated. Now maybe they might say, hmm, maybe. He's not as good as I thought he was, and maybe what he's saying is not as legitimate as I had thought. That might be true for only 1% of people, but 1% of people can change an election. Right. Yeah, but that 1% can also go the other way where more people feel emboldened by him. And that's where, that's where your argument comes into play then. Because, because what you're he, saying is – he feels like if, if they feel like he's being picked on – then he's the victim and look at the fake news and the, the mainstream media. They just attack Trump all the time. And that's what happens. So that's when you address these things and when you treat them as if they're legitimate, when they're actually not, you give people like they, pe- people's perception can fall into. It's a 50 50. Which side do I fall into? But legitimate is a relative. Legitimate is a relative term, though. As opposed to it being a 90, like, like climate change or something like that. So if you have one person on the side that climate change exists and the, someone on the other side that says it doesn't exist, and people's perception, it's going to appear that this is a debatable issue and there's, there's people on both sides. When actually there's 98 people on one side and two people on the other side. Mm-hmm. So when you, so when, if, if it's not a 50-50 issue, when you give it 50-50 time, you're giving it 50-50 um, legitimacy. And if you do that, then 
no matter what good you're making from it, you're also adding a bit of bad to it as well. And all you can do is hope that your good outweighs that bad. My well, yeah, but you're talking. So you're talking about someone like Joe Rogan. And see, I think that that argument holds true with someone like Joe Rogan, who is sort of like more interested in the conversation than he is in the and than he is in trying to convince someone of his side. Um, where mine is not that I go into this completely 100% looking to here. I'm to, 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 to bring you over to my side in, in a vast majority of the cases, you know, I went on a podcast with, uh, Jeff Dornick and JD Rucker and JD Rucker is like Jeff's boss. Um, and it was me against the two of them. Mm -hmm. uh, Listen to it. I would, I would say that it didn't go particularly well for them. You know what I mean? Now I'm civil. I'm not calling you a motherfucker, mm-hmm. but if I'm saying things that are true and then someone tunes into that, like, Oh, look, JD Rucker is on this podcast. Maybe I'll hear some more echo chamber shit. And then they hear those same talking points getting pushed back on with logic and facts in a civil way by someone who is speaking normally then with, you know, and logically and putting things into an anecdote. Um, I'm sorry, not anecdotal, a, um, an an analogic an, an analogy making analogies that make sense in life you know like a, one analogy that i made on that show was like when they were talking about black lives matter and the riots you know i made an analogy to the kid which has seen me do this before i've i made an analogy to a, a kid being bullied on the on the schoolyard how many years are you going to put up with it before you punch someone in the face and then you're going to call right. that kid violent no yeah. you're not you know that's uh, what happens but that's precisely what happens. It's human psychology. So you have to ask yourself why these things happen. Because usually when you ask, when you talk to a, a Trump supporter about something, especially like Black Lives Matter, you know, it, whatever they tell you, whatever fact they tell you, the beautiful thing about that conversation is you can always ask, okay, because they'll go to, what, what, what will they go to first? Black on black crime, right? Oh, so, yeah. Why don't so, you fix the problems in your own areas? All right. So then you say, okay. minuscule problem. Why do you? Great. You know what? Maybe that should happen. Let's look at the root. Why do we have problems in the in the black community? Oh, right. because because oh. and at some point in time they have to either get to one of two conclusions. One, there's a genetic difference between whites and blacks, which we know is false. Or two, but they might believe that's true and if you do, you just outed them. Now you get to call them a fucking racist. Or two, maybe and now, it actually and now, and now, and now you're the and now you're the liberal cucktard on their yeah. show, and now yeah. they can, and no, now they, they can, and now they can properly dismiss you because you just call them the worst thing you can ever call a white person, which no. is racist. Wrong. And let me tell you, and this is exactly what I was. That's, with, that's, the racial slur for white people has somehow become racist. As soon as you call somebody racist, they want to yeah. blow up. And, How you're, dare you? You're, you're, you I've are, got black friends. Okay, so you're Drone. right, and that's why then they'll that, say my. Daughter's cousin's aunt <laughs> has a black husband. My he's father's been to, brother's he's been nephew, to my house, so how could I be racist? My father's brother's nephew's cousin's former roommate. <laughs> right. Uh, he came so, to the house once. Oh, yeah. Tony's got that one right, so I don't see oh, color. But the, I hate that. God, I but, hate that. But, yeah. But, but, here's, but here's the thing. You are precisely correct that racism, calling someone a racist, is... Uh, it's a closed door. It's a trigger word. It's I've, I've made analogies in the past 
to it's as effective as um, you know, holding up chopped up baby part signs and then screaming at a woman that she's a murderer when she's walking in to have an abortion. Like that's going to change her mind. Of course. And it's then not. how do we even know that they're walking in for that? that? That's the thing. When you walk into Planned Parenthood, it's a 99%. There's a 97% chance that you're going in there to get some free condoms. Or getting your pap smear for free. Right. But, but anything, only 3% of what happens in there is abortion. And they'll say they everybody, they yell at everybody walking in there though. But if it's free, it's bad because you should be working for it. But yeah, but, but see, the, see, see what we're saying with the goalposts always being moved. Yeah, this yeah, is you're, why I don't bother with none of this, and this is why I don't fuck with Joe Rogan. Okay, but I do bother. So the the the, the difference here is this: with, with you, you are precisely correct, and I, and I said all what I just said to say this: you're precisely correct that calling a white person a racist is. A conversation ender. It's like, oh, you guys always go back to racism. You're the racist for calling me racist. (laughs) Right. But that's precisely why I don't go there. Black people can be racist too. (laughs) Well, they can. Fucking racist. No. Okay. Black people can hold racist views, but you can't practice racism. Well, but you're, you're, you're using. Okay. So now we're stepping into the, the whole idea of what I'm talking about. Right. Can I call you, can I call the cops on you and get you killed by the police? Hell no. But you can call the cops on me and there's a pretty good chance I might end up shot. Okay, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with that. So that's it, that's but, where that's where the power comes. All right, me and Mike, on an individual level. Me and Mikey got into this uh on election night and I'm trying to charge my tablet up as I talk here so I'm sitting awkwardly. Sorry. Back lacking. Right, yeah, <laughs> the price is wrong, bitch. But the so what what people have to understand when it comes to racism. Oh, we got a long comment here. Hold on, let's see what it is. Agree, Tony and I didn't include those clips of Rogan pushing back on Shapiro. Re, I can't read this. My eyes are too. My race, same sex marriage. It's not aggressive, but you can see Ben's mind begin to question his own beliefs at one point as a result of the discussion. Appreciate the hell out of your passion, though, Mikey. Oh, he's so I'm, passionate. I'm very like, and it's it's a character flaw. Mm-hmm. I have I have on, and I have off. There is no dimmer switch in between. It's when I'm doing something, I do it to the absolute fullest, and it's. I apologize if I come off as the angry black man, but that's literally how I speak. All You're the, the Stacey time. Abrams of men over there. <laughs> that's that's a damn that's a damn fine compliment. And Thank I'll you. Take it. Hey, by the way, by the way, let's Thank let's. You, pro- so I'm not. I, I I wasn't a huge fan of Stacey Abrams um, during the during the campaign, um, but I was a huge. I'm talking about the 2018 campaign, mm-hmm. but boy oh boy did she kick some ass. She she showed up and showed out. And guess what? She's still kicking ass because she's gearing up for that runoff. Those runoffs. Yep. Yeah, and they're that those are very important. We'll get to those. It's in a fucking day. important as shit, and I hope that the well, we, when we get there, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll we'll get there in a minute. We'll so, chop it up. We'll but, chop but, it up. But here's the thing, and this is what I I didn't want to confront Mikey too hard on election night because I could tell he was angry. And, I'm not angry. I just talked. No, like you were that. no, but you you were pissed. But I, I was pissed too, and I was I in a bad talk. mood because it's we were because we were behind so at the moment. So, but um, no, I'm not angry. This is how I talk. I feel like I'm talking to DMX all You'll the time. You'll be fucking fat bitches in no time. <laughs> hey, let me get some oil with some lemon. 
I got, hey, bitch. <laughs> I got DMX and Buster Rhymes on here. So flip mode squid odd. But um but so when it comes to white people, all right, people. what you guys have to understand, and I'm not saying that give us the white view. Give us the white right, view. All right. But but you know that line from Jurassic from Jurassic World where the um Henry Wu says to I think it's to um, Claire. He said, you know, or Rizwani, the the Indian guy who's like the guy who runs the park. He says, you've created a monster talking about the Indominus Rex. And Henry Wu says to him, he goes, monster is a relative term. To a canary, a cat is a monster. We're just used to being the cat. Okay. So it speaks to relative. It speaks to perspective. Mm hmm. What you have to understand about about white people is we're so easily made uncomfortable. Fragile. It, it, white fragility is not a myth. I mean, it is fucking astonishing. But oh, the, I work with all white people. I know exactly what you're talking so about. I know you're not racist because you work with white people. But that's the, right. That's right. right. He's right. got but, white freaking coworkers, and he works with them every day, and he does not insult them. So yeah. Amazing, but, but I don't bring uh, up the raisins in their potato salad. I let it go. Right. Yeah, but, just let but that here's go. but here's the point: marshmallows and shit. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's it's you know the, the funny thing about this podcast. It's impossible to get a point out because there's 37 tangents in between every single point. You know, I'm totally off script. You know, right so now. by the time by the time I get to my point, I've totally forgotten what the conversation. I got walnuts in the gelatin. <laughs> Right. Inconceivable. So you grabbing shit out your pantry and throwing right. in food. Get out of here. Right. Stop that. Why are there artichoke carts in here? <laughs> I told you, you don't put that in your lime out. gelatin. You don't put artichoke carts in there for flavor. <laughs> Lowry's season salt and artichoke carts. <laughs> the price is wrong. Now you can put Lowry's season salt on a lot of shit, though, man. It is good. I tried it on watermelon. It wasn't bad. It's not bad. Like, oh, the tahini is the best. Good. Yo, yep, see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, That's tahini. where we can all come together. Yes, mm-hmm. tahini. I, I, Mexican I got spicy. We love the tahini on the watermelon. Is tahini, is tahini <laughs> even a Mexican spice? I believe so. It, I thought it was like a like one of those Taco Bell style Mexican, where it's not Mexican, but it, it's advertised. I don't know, but it's fucking delicious. Oh, tahini is so fucking Put good. Put that I shit on it. my lemon, on my uh, lemon pepper chicken thighs. Tahini. Tahin is a Mexican company founded in 1985 by Horacio Fernandez that produces several uh, varieties of condiment consisting of hey. predominantly a chili, peppers, lime, and salt. It's not and made pepper. by Goya, is it? Because then we have to boycott it. No. No, it man. It not be made by Goya. I want to go get some black beans. I saw that Goya can. I was like, a la preferida. La preferida. <laughs> Sorry, Goya. You fucked it up this time. <laughs> no, but, all right. So, so. About back, white people and their fragility. Back, back to the grill again. Oh, Tony again. Nothing like Goya. Be, see, Tony, you're a racist. You love Goya. No. Um, so when it comes to white people, you have to remember this. And, and this is what you have to um, always keep in the back of your mind is you didn't come from the same background as they did, just like they didn't come from the same background as you. So you have a different anecdotal experience. You've lived things, you, you, you realize things, you research things, you know things are true. They have not. They've lived in a bubble. And in that bubble, everybody is perfectly equal 
you know, to a degree. Now that, 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 that test fails to a, a bit when you, when you get to like, well, I've had black people in my house. Sure. That's great. But how many times have you gone to a party in a black neighborhood? Oh, zero, because it's not safe. Okay. So that, mm-hmm. that, that test falls apart a little bit there, but the, but, um, you have a different description of the word racist than they do. Yeah. Racist for okay. a lot of white people is saying the N word. Racist. Not even really that because Mark Furman works on Fox news. So, Oh, they don't care. Though. That's Fox news. They don't care. I said this on the podcast the other day when I did a, um, uh, one of my little show, my little video shows. Is I did onlyfans.com slash VFU. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Those shows. It's but like the, his OnlyFans show where he's got on a freaking shimmering banana hammock with glitter and baby oil all over him. So <laughs> yeah, he's in, a R. Kelly, in a R. Kelly mask. Tickles <laughs> my balls. First he puts on the baby oil and then he puts a little tahini right. on the nipples. Right. Let him know. Like today yeah. on the voice from the underground after dark. Well, I, look, I, I want to pour this whole gallon of milk on myself. <laughs> I look like I look like Goldfinger, Goldfinger from Austin Powers. Right. Oh. I love Tahini. I'm going to purposely get a sunburn and eat the flakes. Yeah, it, no, like it was, Gold it, Member. Yeah, yeah, fat, fat Bastard was actually who I was thinking of. But the um, <laughs> you've met my fitness consigliere. Oh, I hit the wrong button. Crack a him. So the but. <laughs> So what, one of the things that I try to talk about with white people and, and when it comes to racism is this. A, a lot of people will think when they think racism, this is what I was trying to talk to, to say to Mikey the other day, but, but we like two weeks ago, whenever that was. But he was just so angry, black man. I couldn't get a word in edgewise. Um, uh, sort of like was, this conversation almost. I was fired up. I was fired up. Because I started this point like at the one hour mark. <laughs> it's now the one hour, 24 minute mark. Um, but they – they think that in order to be racist, you have to hate. Yeah, black people. and hate is not a prerequisite. I, right, and I have said a hundred times, hate is not. Let me go on record and say this for all the white people listening who don't agree with this: hate or don't know this yet. I'm gonna cancel hate, your parlor. Hate is not. No, I've said this on parlor too, but not on that account. I have to. Um, <laughs> uh, Trolling times too. Hate huh? is not a necessary ingredient for racism. No, no. Hate is it's not just, a necessary can, ingredient for racism. I feel you know. It, it, hey, guess what? A lot of those slave masters love their slaves. Well, yeah, I love Jesse. Well, think about <laughs> this way, Mikey. You own a dog. Does your dog have the same rights as you? But you Did love you, your, you love your dog. Did you just bring up dogs in a race conversation? Wow. Let's... No, because, because you don't hate dogs. You love your dog. So how could you be dog? But you wow. feel superior to your dog. You feel su- Exactly. You feel superior to your dog. Okay. Now, yep. you don't even have to actually. That, that, that's, and we're moving down. You got hate at the top level, and then you yep. got superiority at another level. Now we can move down. And we're still on the racism spectrum here. This, this yep. spectrum goes like this. But I've got like, a nice chart that I want to give you guys put on the uh... – on the on the uh, on this Instagram, I'll put it on. I'll put it out up there. But like, I'm moving down the the level here. So you go from I hate black people, and I would not even let one make my whopper. Yeah, right. I wouldn't even take their blood if I was bleeding out because exactly. nobody makes me bleed my own blood. 
And then you have, well, we're, I don't hate them, but I'm, I, but, but I, I, I know that we're above them because, yeah, because they don't work hard and, and right. they don't, they, they want no, things handed to them. That's way, no, that's not here, dude. You're still, you're, that's way that's, down here. That's reasons for feeling superior because right. I'm willing to work hard and I don't want the government handing me anything. And all they do is sit down, sit back and make babies and go to jail and abandon their kids and da, you know da, 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 da. the worst you know who's the worst at thinking that is people of color who've made it quote yeah oh like a lot of hispanic people that are trumpers oh my god talk about that Woo. all right so guess what there's a lot of hispanic people especially the hispanic people that look white there's white, even a, yeah. there's even a I'm section now field, called by the way Come to Bakersfield because they're white Hispanic is is now a, even a uh, even a uh, I'm not flickering. flickering like that. I'm gonna have a seizure. Um, uh, yeah, get your shit fixed. There's a lot of and, and this, I like to talk about proximity to white when uh when I talk about racism and people of color. We got a I'm lot of Hispanics. Congratulations, that, congratulations on getting your proximity to white with the new light. I mean. You like that, but you're halfway there. This light here is flickering now, so that's why I don't turn. I didn't turn that one on. That's probably why mine was flickering because of yours. No, it's not even on. <laughs> it's not even on. Oh, the battery. There's a lot of Hispanic. Well, Hispanic. A lot of Hispanic. Yes, yeah, true. A lot of Hispanic people in general don't like black people. That's one of the reasons I didn't go to the high school near my house when I graduated high school. When I graduated eighth grade, because there was a big brown versus black war going on so i had to go to a different high school because i couldn't go to tilden so um well that's one of the reasons plus i didn't want to go to tilden because it wasn't a really good school but there's a lot of there's a lot of hispanic people that don't like black people anyway and then there's hispanic people that are trying to make that they're they they look a little bit white so they try to make their their proximity to whiteness you know, like they'll, their last name is Velasquez, but it looks like it could be, you know, Prisabilsky. You know what I mean? I, and, I've, I've been shown out by a couple of abuelitas. Yeah. It's like, oh, no, no negro. No, no, no negro. Mm-hmm. No, you're not coming in here. No. I was like, so. Right. Yeah. yeah, well, there's there's that proximity. And, and, and that's that's where the melanin comes in, because once you see it, you see it. And there's no equivocation, then there's like this proximity. Like as, yeah, as the Irish, the Irish were accepted as white, and as soon as they were accepted as white, they joined in the persecution of blacks. And Italians. Now we're talking about Irish and the Italians. Funny before, is, the funny thing is, the Ita- the Irish mm-hmm. are the worst. Yeah, but they were treated the closest to black people, so they they gave it back. But here's the thing. They got it. Why did they get accepted into the universe of white? Because they were actually joining with the blacks and creating trouble for the elites, the Italians and the Irish. And they say, you know what? Y'all white now. You know, when I go, we're not, we're going, you know, we're going to change how we treat you. You're still going to be below us in a way because you're only getting X, Y, and Z, but at least you're not one of them. You know, I've never, I've never, I've not seen this this chart, and honestly, I can't read that um, because I don't have the glass. Full, I can, full screen, you know, your full screen, your way, 
Brother, you're way off on, oh, wait, yeah, I can do that, can't I? Yes, you can. Oh, all right. Let me see how this compares. Now, mine is completely my, mine is completely mine, right? Like, I've come up with this completely by myself with no help. The from Dutch him. scale. The oh, Dutch scale. Yeah. So I want to see what, where, this, where this falls with mine. So I don't even go as far as genocide because – that's Mass murder, yeah. Beyond, that's, that's, that's beyond that's my sad. that's beyond my capacity. For, we call that terrorism. Yeah. So violence, lynching, hate. Okay, right, sure. So that, I think that genocide and violence call under hate. I think calls for violence fall under hate. The, mm-hmm. I, I would maybe disagree with the Confederate flag being here, um, because I think it should be one level down at, under discrimination because. Uh, it's it was mostly used as a as a as a symbol to propagate discrimination. I'm and not it's simple. It's also a symbol to that's my opinion as a, as a forbear no. as a forestalling or a, or for um as a harbinger of the violence to follow the harbinger Correct. of the harbinger of unhappiness. Because guess what? It's, Most it's times a, when I saw if I saw a Confederate flag spit a battery. Some type of verbal abuse was coming after it, coming up. Well, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, but I think what the Confederate flag, here's the issue with me having it this high. And, I, and again, I only think it should go down one. Or maybe you could even almost, the funny thing is, okay, actually, let's be more fair. I think that they've pigeonholed themselves by putting it on only one level. Can I say that? Because I think you could use that as discrimination and under veiled racism. Maybe the things on top also encompass the things underneath. It's part of it. It's like a hierarchy of needs, yeah, I, I suppose. But, yeah. but if you're looking like we at were it just as a, talking about, we would like we were just talking about how things that you you would have lower would fall under feelings of superiority. And see, like I would put white savior complex above minimization. I think that that's too low. Um, but that's but that, but that wouldn't be veiled racism. Well, white savior complex to me, there's a bright line between white savior com- complex and say not all white people. You know, I I don't think I think not all white people could probably go into minimization. So, I, and again, this is just my opinion on stuff. I I'm sure this was done with some scientific method. You know, but I, again, I have my own anecdotal um or, or you know thoughts on stuff. But the um so so I'm not pretending that that what I've come up with in um, in my own personal life is Trump's everything. Um, but the Trump, Trump to Trump, Trump, by the way, we're going to have a big fucking celebration show January 21st, aren't we? Um, but the, I'll send you some edibles, but, but like when you're, I might do an edible again that, that day, that, that might be a good idea. You can stream like, from over here homie. but you have to, I'll what you have through. to, what you have to do though. And I think I, I'm not looking at that screen anymore, but, I think that is when it comes to like that at the bottom of my racism scale for me mm-hmm. is like an unwillingness to change. Right. So that's an the most un- insidious un- part, because if you're unwilling to change, you're invariably going to pass that shit on to somebody. Right. But that's why it's on the racism scale. Yeah. So like that's the that's the low level, low bar qualifier is to say, you know what, no matter what you show me. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to accept. I just won't say Black Lives Matter unless I say but at the end. 
Yeah. So, but the riots and the looting. No, and so, I hear what you're saying about all so, the stuff that they did before that. <laughs> I understand all of the peaceful stuff that they've done, even though I ignored it. I even yeah. disrespected it. I said, why the fuck is that guy kneeling? Because this is a great country, you know? And then when they freaking rioted, that's that's the straw that broke the camel's back. He said freaking up there. Yeah, but they <laughs> and, and then what I try to tell them all the time is look, when Kaepernick kneeled, you gave him hell. It, and then and then when the riot when when the protests started turning into riots. There's a better way. You Why said they there's do a better this? way, but then we already did the better way. Right. And y'all said, fuck that. Fuck so, him. I, I only kneel in front of the cross. <laughs> <laughs> so so one thing that... But I'm Catholic I, and I go to fucking church and kneel and stand <laughs> up about 78 times on oh Communion God. Sunday. That was so confusing the first time I ever went to Mass. I'm like, damn, I, was, I didn't know I was coming to this motherfucker to work out. <laughs> I don't know what the rules were. Everybody started chanting at once. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Oh, right no, now? Oh, Catholic, listen, Catholic weddings are, are the worst. Oh, yeah. I've been to a, I've been, have you ever been to a Greek Orthodox wedding? That's, they're very similar. Ooh, and, and a Polish wedding, too. But um, Sorry, Tony. Polish wedding is a little but one one thing that I think you're forgetting Dutch is that black people are outnumbered almost six to one Mm -hmm. we know what white culture is we know what we know it we know we we have have yeah we have a we have a, a a supreme understanding of how white people move and operate Mm -hmm. the fact that white people don't know how we operate because to be quite honest statistically there is no way for white people to know black people as well as black people know white people. Just statistically. Just because of the sheer numbers. But you're, but you're talking about, like, I don't think that you would say that the, 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 the experiences that I've had in the black community or someone like Eminem are going to be the same as, like, what Donald Trump has had because there's a marked difference there. No, so but you're talking that You can't say every talking. single white person does that. You know, <laughs> just like every black person... Like Haas said himself, I think it was Haas that said this, that when, when he first moved, to, when he first went to college, that was yeah. his first real experience with white culture. So these nah, things- No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I said it was a lot of my white roommates' first experience with black people because we had asked a black dude. I think we're going to have to go back and roll the tape. Because <laughs> I, went to a, I, went I, to a, tape. I went to a diverse elementary school because I got bust from one side of the bridge. Same. To the other side of the bridge, and it was a fucking group of people. You're not gonna be here with our kids, and they're spitting and all that shit when we got off the bus. So yeah, I went way, to a diverse been, elementary no. school You've been and high school. You've been canceled. And then yeah. I went to college, and these people, these these my roommates from Central Illinois, he's still talking. They didn't know anything re- about black people. He doesn't realize so he's been canceled. Maybe. I had to tell him that yeah. we swim, we bathe, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yo, we can know. we can read. We can read. You know, <laughs> we're we're sometimes intelligent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I did not come to fucking school on a special program. Right. You know, the map program was what it was called so, when I was so these, so these are the things that that you have to you have to start when when you're when you're trying to deprogram a person. I'm not always trying to deprogram people though. That's you, why I be going. That's why I go balls to the wall with shit because balls well, to the I, wall, pause. But then, not, then we have, then you and I have two completely different audiences. I'm not, I, I can't deprogram white people. 
That's your job as a white person. Right. But when I tried to, when I tried to do that, though, then you won't listen to me. But when I was trying to do that the other day, you were telling me that I didn't know what I was talking about. But I do know what I'm talking about because because I'm talking to white people and I know black people. I know both black people. Okay. (laughs) Now, I may know I may not know the black community to the extent that you two do. Right. But I, I mean, I lived in Maywood. I have a very good idea of the black community. I for ten for fifteen years I dated nothing but black women right. and was part have- of their families. You know, you at have- every single family get get together and stuff like that. But you know, but you'll never so, quite get all the way there because if you're not, it, then you have to say the same about about white culture about black not, and white, and white culture not, too. You're never I, quite, and I'm not saying you even want to be there. I've never said that I wanted to be. And that's the thing. Right, but, but I don't that, want to be part of something that I'm not supposed to be a part or something. That, I don't want to be a part, we I don't be part of something that doesn't want me there. But we if shouldn't. I'm there, that's fine. But I, I don't think all of white culture doesn't want you there. I think half of white culture doesn't want you there. Exactly. And that's we've proven. 70 something million. But we've right. proven. We've pro- well, I, I wouldn't say all 72 million of them, but I would say a good 60 million of those 72 million. Okay, so that's 60 million so, motherfuckers that I don't have to so, deal with. Here's that, the thing. That, that's fine, but how do you determine those who those other, 60 million those are? Other, those other top? 10 million, those other 10 million are awfully comfortable hanging, being associated with those but other those, 60 million. But those are the ones that you can deprogram. How, 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 if they, how can we deprogram them if the last four years hasn't? Because they, ha- they, they just haven't – there's a lot of reasons why that could be true. They just never came across the three of us or people like us. But you have to – at some point – Where they're just – there are people who literally work so much that, that they, they don't, don't – They've never heard – what shit. the fuck? They've never heard Trump open his and mouth? They, but to, the, to a lot of people, the, the economy, they, they have this perception that he's better with the economy and that's all that matters. But the, the economy that he's looking at is, is people way above their fucking pay grade. But that but so you're so basically, are you saying that that they're beyond help? I'm not yeah. saying that. I'm saying that they're fucking comfortable as shit with comfortable. Comfortable, again, is a relative term. Comfortable. They're comfortable because they don't understand so, the, the depth of what it is that they're dealing. They with. don't understand that President Trump rolling back all of the police reforms and things that Obama, the Obama administration put into place is designed. Those rollbacks are designed to put us back in the same jeopardy that we were. No, in. They don't. They don't understand that because they've been conditioned with terms like law and order since the 70s. So so here's so here's. And and we can go on to something else after this. I know we spent a lot of time on this. I like almost know what this to go fine because it has to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I have a three tiered system. I have racist on one side, I have neutral on in the middle, and I have mm-hmm. anti racist underneath. If you're not anti racist, then I'm not fucking with you. Yeah, a lot of, you if you're neutral, neutral, you're basically on the other side. Right, but a lot you of people be you can't are, be Sweden in this. A lot of people who are saying. neutral, and believe me when I tell you, a lot of people who are actually racist, Proud Boys, for example, they advertise themselves as anti-racist because they have a different perception of what racism is than you do. So until you change their perception of what racism is with things like that well, pyramid that you showed me. Well, good thing the Webster's Dictionary changed it, too. They changed that. Yeah, I heard they did, but I didn't see what they changed it to. Because there's there's like this. The, the it included basically systemic racism and stuff like that. The old description of racism was 
uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm not looking at this, uh, was something like um, keeping, I think, I, I think feelings of hate. keeping people down and, and yeah. hatred or something like that. Yeah. Like doing um, something I have to in order to be racist, I have to I have to personally oppress you and, in the and, workplace or in the personally, and personally feel it, like I'm better than you. So and you uh, may not feel better, but you, you just number you know, number number one is a belief that race is a fundamental determinant. Um, yeah, determinant of human traits and capacities and that racial differences produce an inherent superiority of a particular race. That's the whole, that's the whole description. Also, and see, here's the thing. A lot of people, I don't think I'm better than anybody else, but black people need to X, Y, Z, which you're saying, these are things that I do that make me successful and black people don't do it. So you believe you're superior, but you're just not saying that. Also, so you say right, but hold on. But hold black on, people hold on. do this, and this black people don't want to work, and this and that. That I don't feel like I'm better than black people, but they don't want to work, and they don't. They believe that everything is owed to them, and I don't. So that makes me better than them. Is that that's exactly what you're, you're saying you're, without you're, saying the you're, word? You're you're not wrong. You're one hundred percent correct. But telling them that in that way is just as much as calling them racist. You're not going to deprogram them. Well, with you that put that motherfucker on and do the Watusi. So, so what you have to do, this is my approach. It's my opinion. It's the way I do it. Right. So again, I'm not saying that everything I do is correct. Right. You, so my rebuttal to that, if, if someone said to me what you just said, mm-hmm. I would say, why do you feel that that's the case? And eventually if I keep asking, then someone they'll say why, the Democrats, the Democrats enslaved them. And made them, they suckle at the teat of the Democrats. Well, that's even. That, I've heard that literally, literally yeah. in quotes. Unfortunately, yes. unfortunately, when someone goes to that, um, okay, so there's a couple of, what was that game where you had uh, when you were a kid? They like the the mouse trap game. There was a couple places where the ball would fall off the. Literally called mouse trap. Yeah, it was. It was called mousetrap, right? So there's a couple places where if you didn't set it up right, the ball would fall off the um, the track, right? Uh, that's a place where the ball falls off the track because at that point in time, what they've done there is they've put up an insurmountable barrier like they do with abortion, yeah. right? I can yeah. never vote Democrat because of abortion. So you've given me an insurmountable barrier that I can't I can't get around that. It was the um, Democrats that 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 founded the KKK and and that's true, know. yeah, a hundred some two hundred some years ago, but yeah. Where are then, those people now? But the problem is, is that when you try to educate them about the Southern strategy, they tell you that oh. and they tell you that's a myth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Then then you that's where and you, you have give to, the, then you give them the audio, and they still like nah, that's a no, deep but, fake. But now now you've hit the point where I I joined Mikey's team, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. I no, longer, I no longer need to have a conversation with you because you're a fucking moron. Which, okay. which is why I'm saying there is racist. But you got to get there. Racist, neutral, and anti-racist. If you're not anti-racist and you're not actively trying yeah. to snuff out racism, then yeah. we have no business interacting. A, non, have, a non-racist doesn't help anything. I love the I'm, I'm, yeah, the I'm nice. I'm nice to everybody people. That doesn't change the policies being put in place that 
well, what about target the, target black people or what target about minorities? What, said, what what about you what you said though with the um uh like the Hispanics, especially mm-hmm. the ones who've been who've seen a degree of success, and also you know because they'll what they'll do is they'll say, well, I'm. I'm Jewish or I'm, I'm, I'm Asian. Mexican I can't, I can't and, I did, and I work. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I had that said to me this week. And like, I, I, obviously you're calling me a true. Mexican racist. How rich is that? Uh, yeah, dude. You, the last 17 comments you just made prove it. You know, that's, that's a place. That's a place where as a white guy, I have, I, I run, I don't run into trouble with the philosophy because I can easily overcome it. But a lot of people, like I, I had one girl, a friend of mine, Amy, a good friend of mine from high school, who's got a lot of issues with with race, and she, I mean, she's got a lot of the same friends that I do. You know what I mean? So she thinks of herself like, you know, when she sees like Tommy and 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 Smoke and all these guys, yeah. she'll hug them and you know she'll and, and all this type of stuff. And like she's she's super close to them. She'll kiss them and all that. So she's like, well, that's not racist. And I'm like, but but then she propagates a lot of stuff like Blue Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to have that conversation because she's Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, or I think actually she's part Hispanic, but her husband is completely full fledged Hispanic. And she'll say, well, I, how can you ever call me racist? I'm, I'm, My I'm husband. Hispanic. So I, I'll tell people, look, just because you're cool with Mexicans doesn't right. mean you're cool with, cool with Asians. Right. Or, and this is a big one. Just because you're cool with the Mexicans, you know. Right. That's exactly where I went. Just because I, I, I could, I could fuck a black girl and be a racist. Like Jungle Fever. Remember that scene? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it because it's it it is, or I could maybe not even again maybe the word racist is the wrong word, but I could have bigoted tendency tendencies. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think that's a better way to say oh, it. Personally. Like my man said but, in Jungle Fever. Oh, I'd fuck her. I'd fuck her, but I wouldn't walk down the street with her. Right. So it's, he probably doesn't. And now there could be other reasons for that too. Is like because of the social pressures and stuff like that, which in those days, which were is, bigger, which is still, bigger, you know, well, you that, know. that movie was set in the, in the eighties or nineties. So, right. But you, you also have to, I think we have to at least acknowledge sometimes that there are social pr- pressures or family pressures. I dated black girls who didn't want to bring me around their parents. You know, so it's for for one reason or the other. So, and I don't, I don't. Oh yeah, I had arguments with my. With I'm my not going to go run and that. tell them that they're racist. It, maybe they were, you know. But then I have to ask myself why. I think well, why that's a deep seated distrust. Have, that's a deep seated distrust of of white people. That yeah, is very think, valid, though. I don't think you can paint that across the board as every single person. There's always no, of course not. There's uh, there's always other reasons, right? But you you got to understand too that there is a. You know, like I've I've been told how, a, a lot of a, a more than one occasion by so-called woke black people that I can't be pro-black because I'm sleeping with the enemy. Yep. Same. And I'm like, hold up. There's black people married to black people that do more to destroy black communities than Where my black at? people married to white people. There's black people married to black people that do more to destroy their community then white, there's white folks married to white folks that do more in the black community than some of these black people. Mm. So you, how are you going to tell me I can't be pro-black? Fuck out of here. Anyway. Yeah. Um, you guys. All right. I'll, I'll tell you what. Let's we'll come back. I, here's what I want to do. Okay. If, if you guys if you guys are good with this. Let us because we're, unf- look, we've been talking about this for what, an hour and 20 minutes. And we're only 
an hour and 20 minutes into a 30 hour conversation. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a a rabbit hole. So, so we have, um, about two years ago, we did a, a, a show on race and racism in the United States. Mm -hmm. Um, went back when TJ was here and what I think that I'd like to do is maybe, I don't know when we'll do it. Maybe after the inauguration or something like that. Cause there's a lot of other let's, can we revisit that again and do like three full shows on this with different guests? That would be great. Okay. So let's, let's, okay. let's, let's do that. Um, Mikey, you're not invited. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm so cancel me, all your accounts in the morning. Don't worry about it. Let me show you something funny real quick before we close out. We'll, we'll talk about one other quick thing here, but uh, I want to share my screen. You're not going to do the humidor. Oh, I forgot about the humidor. Yeah, but let me show you this real quick while I have this up. I totally forgot about it. See, My bad. See how they do? I only I say that because I'm really smoking a great cigar today. I, I thought you were... Uh, okay, so I had this page up before. Now, watch what I type hey, in here. I, I don't know if you guys can see what I'm typing in at the top. Can you see this? No. No. All right, I just typed in loser, L-O-S-E-R. Oh, dot com. Yes. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Lehu, it's her. Yeah, that's just uh, that's amazing. Shit. So and, there, in that picture, that put that picture back up real quick. <laughs> put that picture back up real quick. Uh, come on, come on. There you go. Look at that smile. Is that <laughs> not the most used car salesman? I'm about to screw you out of every penny you got. Smile, there is. Now, see this Chrysler Little Baron. This Chrysler Little Baron. Yeah, it has two hundred and fifty thousand miles, but we just dropped a new engine in it. And seventeen thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. He, he looks like he ro- he would roll back the odometer on a fucking car in half a heartbeat. You want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. I do hope he doesn't try anything foolish. Thank you for listening to Voice from the Underground. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VFU Podcast. See you next time. Underground. Hey guys, once again, uh, Jason Dutch here. So this uh, was the first half of the episode. I know it ended abruptly. Um, second half should be one podcast uh, audio track up on whatever you're listening on. So if you want to continue, go right ahead up there. Thanks again for listening to Voice from the Underground. If you want to subscribe on YouTube, you'd help us out a lot. Just go to youtube.com forward slash voice from the underground podcast. You can also check out our website at vfupodcast.yolasite.com dot com later guys hey what's going on everyone my name is brian and i've got a show called the herfcast the herfcast is cigars and conversation it's not necessarily just about cigars it's more of a long-form conversation with guests i just like to sit here talk smoke a cigar and have a couple of drinks with people that's what i do so if long-form conversation with 
local comedians, random guests, the occasional race relations episode. If that's going to interest you, then check out the Herfcast. Theherfcast.com, and you can find the podcast just about anywhere podcasts are found. The Herfcast. This is Brew Crime, a craft beer and true crime podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Beck. And I'm Nina. And we're your hosts. We pair a true crime story with a craft beer. That Nina will probably hate. Yeah, probably. Whatever. You can find our show on all your favorite podcast apps, and if you can't find it, contact us, and we'll try and change that. We can be found at brewcrime.com, or on Twitter at brewcrime, on Facebook at brewcrime, or if you want to go to our group, it's group slash brewcrime on Facebook, or on Instagram at Pacific Beer Chat. Join us as we discuss the horrible crimes that surround us and try not to giggle. Voice from the underground.